Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Thanks for downloading this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by I'm on Communications. Experience the I'm on difference. I'm Brian Marshall. I'll be joined by Tori Taylor, number nine, your punter for the Iowa football team. Next. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm on. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why don't you say so? Returning for the Jock to Jock podcast here on Rock 108 with our featured guest, Iowa punter Tori Taylor. It is another week, Tori, and we're back at it once again. Uh, as always, Brian, it's a pleasure. Thank you again, and uh, yeah, look forward to it. Do you just tell me that, or do you really look forward to this? No, I, I really do, honestly. <laughs> no, no word of a lie. You can you can turn you can turn the recording off, and, and no one else needs to know that. But honestly, but I won't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> nice to hear. Michigan game, a little bit tough, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. Um, I don't want to say too much about what went on uh, in a, in a public setting, but if it was you and I having a conversation, I'm sure that we would probably come to some sort of agreement as to how the game was um, handled by particular people. But, uh, yeah, it was a little bit um, frustrating because I thought we played pretty well, um, to tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, there were, obviously, we made mistakes, and, and so did they. And um, they just really played better than us on the day, and good luck to them for the rest of the year. One of the last things you said in the last episode was that you really didn't like Michigan. And I could kind of see that <laughs> in how you got out there and just got after it. Was I reading that right? Yeah, I, I just I don't really like the way that they go about things. Um, not in a disrespectful manner, but you know they 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 think that it doesn't stink. Yeah, I mean for a team that's got all that's so much talent, I don't I, I don't know I don't I don't want to go into too much detail because oh. I might get in a little bit of trouble. But no. um, yeah, I feel like people can probably um, have their own opinions that would probably be quite similar to mine. Read between the lines, as it were, right? Yes. Question for you. I think about yeah. this every once in a while. I mean, the middle finger here in the United States, you know, obviously means something. Does yeah, us, so I've heard. Does Does Australia have a hand signal that uh, is equipped? Yeah, the, yeah the, the middle finger, but no one gets his butt heard about it back home as they do here. <laughs> right. Yeah. I didn't know if anybody else, because I've heard like the OK symbol is, is bad news in some places, but I didn't know if you guys had anything else. No. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really want to go into detail as I, as to how I found out that the rude finger was a little bit, well, was rude because, yeah, people might paint or have a different image about me. But, yeah, I found out found out the hard way, but that's okay. We can blame it on your um, brother. Yeah, yeah, we will. No, I uh, I really didn't know it was, it was that bad um, until 
late November last year, but let's just say these people deserved it. And you can, like you said, read between the lines and you can probably figure out who we were playing. Tori, you play off that you're so innocent in this whole whole aspect of this Jock to Jock podcast. But what I think, as soon as the red light goes off, that yeah, maybe there's a little bit uh, a little bit of a devil in you. I wouldn't go that far, but the, I think the thing is, is if people are going to have a go at me and my teammates yeah. out on the field, that, that's when I like to return serve. That makes sense. It sure does. Uh, All right. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that alone because I don't want you to return serve to me <laughs> if that's a fair statement. Uh, your family, um, we were just talking before yeah. we started recording that uh, that they had to go back home, which is obviously tough. How was your your visit? I mean, they got to see you know a couple of games with you playing, got to see a win. That has to feel pretty good. Well, Brian, I hate to tell you, they really never saw a win because we lost against Iowa State. Hmm. Nevada was cancelled a little bit after half time, so they never really saw me win the game, um, which was a little um, upsetting and frustrating. But apart from that, they just had the best time ever. Um, yeah, just loved attending the games. My brother was, um, yeah, he, he was starting to become pretty popular, and so were my parents. But yeah, they just loved it. They honestly had a blast. I mean, it's so hard not to have a good time here in Iowa. The, the people, just the atmosphere that everyone, um, gives on a on a Saturday um, at home games is yeah unbelievable. So yeah, just a big thanks to everyone um, out there that kind of just made their trip worthwhile. Really, your younger brother is he already going to start talking to Pro Kick and get in there as quickly as possible? <laughs> Maybe in a few years. Yeah, he's still got a few years before he worries starts worrying about that. Hey, did you ever take that up with him? Because I know as the older brother, you've got to you know, set him straight. You said it a couple of years, but I feel like you need to do it while you're still face to face with him. No. So I saw him, well, I've seen him a few times and yeah. we've been punting the ball around a bit and he says, Oh, um, Oh, what should I do here? I need some help. And I said, we are apparently you already know more than me. Chance to so figure it out yourself. <laughs> little smart ass. That's <laughs> right. Illinois upcoming. Brett Bielema, yeah. former member of the, uh, of the Iowa staff has the tiger Hawk on his leg, but, Illinois is a little bit different uh, team than they have been over the last few years. How do you feel about them? Yeah, I would agree. Um, probably from a special team's point of view, um, they've got a, um, two new specialists, uh, so it's kind of hard to understand what they're all about, only just a few games in. But, um, I mean, Illinois, they've, they've probably really surprised a few. I mean, they kind of went to Wisconsin, and I wouldn't say it was easy work out there because no game's easy, but right. they kind of made it look easy from, from what I've seen. We were seen up on the scoreboard during the game, and I was like, holy shit, like, Illinois beating Wisconsin by that much? Yeah. It wasn't as if they won by, like, a, a field goal or a touchdown or something. It was a very, like, extremely convincing victory. Um, but, yeah, they I mean, they're obviously going to bring a few headaches, but um, it's really just going to be about whether are we ready for them. And like I said at the start of the um, podcast, I, I feel like we've made a well, – there was a lot of growth over the weekend, and I know we didn't win, but you could really tell that, we started taking some shots and um, the offense did really well. Defense was solid again. Um, I know they gave up um, quite a few points, but that's going to happen. You, you're playing a um, highly ranked team and um, high-powered offense like Michigan, so we always knew that that, that wasn't going to be easy. But yeah, in, in terms of Illinois, I know that, yeah, like I said, they're going to bring a few problems and headaches, but it's really just going to be about who wants it the most come Saturday evening. Speaking of, you know, the national broadcast, um, Boy, they really, they really talk you up. 
on the national. And I, I don't know if that means anything to you or not, but they, they really sing your praises whenever uh, you, you get out there on the field. And you know that? I kind of do. Cause I get tagged in a few tweets. Um, there's a couple of Iowa pages that kind of, I think, what was it last week that I was talking about my bloody hair or something. I'm like, well, that's when, you know, the game's getting boring if you're talking about my hair, but, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm a little bit aware, but I, I try to stay naive probably isn't the, the word I want to use, but cause in the past I've kind of been a little bit naive and just tried to ignore it. But this year I've kind of been trying to embrace it, um, just kind of, and use it, but I feel like when you start really buying into that stuff and you start believing your own hype, that's when you, that's when you're a dead man walking. So, um, yeah, I appreciate all that, but that, that's not going to help me punt the football, is it? How hard is it to avoid that? Because there's a lot of people talking, not just about you, but the Iowa team, and there's been quite a bit of negativity, as you kind of hinted at here just a little bit earlier in the episode. Oh, well, I don't. Unless I'm really like friends with them or I know them personally, mm. they can really say whatever they want. Um, and it's really not going to affect me too much. Yeah. Some guys take things um, differently, but you, if there's one thing I've learned since being here, you just honestly, you cannot buy in or believe anything you see on social media because at the end of the day, that is one person's opinion. And you see, like, it's crazy. You see all these preseason, like, expert predi- predictions. Yeah. And it's like, expert like how many downs of football have they played it's just some journo's opinion do you know what i mean mm-hmm. as 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 bad and I, I don't really don't mean that in a respectful way but it's literally one person's opinion oh yeah michigan yeah they're going to be finished rank sixth like well yeah that's what you think but nobody knows like nobody knows but like, nobody can predict the future and i think one thing is is that people try and buy into that far too much um but I get over the off-season, it's like that's all people can talk about. It's like, oh, how's Iowa going to go this year? Are they going to win five games? Are they going to win ten games? Are they going to go back to Indy? Like, what bowl game are they going to be playing in? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I I see it, but I don't really, like, worry about it because you can't – I mean, who knows what, where we're going to be. We might win out from here or we might win one game. Like, you don't, you really don't know. You're going to just try your damnedest to win out is, is what you're going to do. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Spot on. I got you. I don't know if you caught the Monday night football game at all, um, but someone decides at one point to run out on the field with some pink smoke, and one of the L.A. Rams players decides to smoke the person that runs out on the field. I didn't see that live because, funnily enough, I was asleep at 8 o'clock last night. Yeah. Um, But I saw it this morning. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was a Bobby Wagner just kind of bumped him over, really. It was quite quite amusing i thought it was hilarious because he he comes around and one of the teammates like two steps and he's on him right away well then Wagner yeah. just turns him bam just knocks him over. and it looks like great hit. he put a he put a little stank on it for a reason do you have you have you ever had to deal with either aussie rules nah. or, or somebody running around on the field you know during the game nah. like that? but uh, uh i'll give you some homework um, a gentleman by the name of Andrew Simons, he's actually dead now. Um, he died, I think, last year it was, I believe. He um, it was he was a um, famous cricketer back home in Australia. Same thing happened. Someone ran onto the um, cricket field, and, yeah, Andrew Simons just absolutely smashed him over. It was hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, if you, it's a very, very similar thing. Is cricket, and, and just playing off of what you just said, is cricket a difficult game to understand? 
No, but you you know what I find amusing, and I and I actually found this out two weeks ago. Okay, cricket is the second most popular sport in the world, but no one here seems to understand what it's all about. Like, oh, is it like baseball? You just hit it and run. I'm like, well, yeah, you hit it and run, but it's nothing like baseball whatsoever. Right. But you you seem to have a pretty good understanding of it. I wish I did. I mean, they have a there's a cricket. Is it a field or is it a pitch? So it's a pitch. Okay. But I <laughs> I was going to say cricket pitch, but I said cricket field because I thought, you know, the listeners might get a greater understanding, even though I would normally say cricket pitch. If I was to say soccer around here, obviously people pick up on that, but it's football everywhere else in the world, correct? Correct. And, yeah. It's soccer in Australia. So back to this, somebody gets out on the field, they're running past you. You're going to trip them? What are you going to do? You're going to leave your feet out of it. I, I bet that's what it is. Um, I probably wouldn't really just do anything apart from just kind of sit there and, and wait for things to happen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because normally when when back home in Australia, when people run onto the field, they're actually doing it naked. Oh. Yeah, we call it streaking. Yes. Is that what you guys call it here? Yeah, we call it streaking. Not something you want to really pay attention to, especially. Well, I guess if nah. you're out there, they're, they're a little bit more trim, maybe. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> I try not to pay too much attention to it, you know. Yeah, so Tori Taylor not paying attention to the streakers that go out on the pitch. Uh, nice. So, and I know we are getting to this fairly quickly in this, but I wanted to get to it because it was something that you seemed really excited about. In the Marshall Exchange program this week, we're talking about beaches in Australia. And yep. you told me to look up Frankston Beach, which is off of Port Phillip. Looks like on the eastern yep. side of it, just south of the uh, downtown Melbourne. Looks yes, like it's uh, a beautiful place. Please tell me more. Yeah. So that beach um, is about a, let's say, five to ten minute walk um, from my house. So I think it's the second most popular beach in Victoria, I believe. Um, so everyone kind of east of there, um, there's no beaches for people to go to. So everyone basically comes to Frankston Beach. Okay. Um, so one of the more popular beaches and, um, it's never really rough because it's on the bay. Um, there's cafes nearby, like restaurants, there's a shopping center nearby. So that's probably um, why it's so popular. How close are the 7-Elevens? Actually, you're probably going to have to walk about a 20 minute walk. Oh man. How are you going to get coffee then? I know. (laughs) I didn't really think of that when I told you about Frankston Beach, did I? Yeah. There's a couple others that came up in my research, and just tell me if any of these are ones that you know. Uh, St. Kilda Beach? St. Kilda is the most popular beach in Victoria. Okay. That's up, that's up towards the city. Basically, is the city. Uh, Brighton Beach is the one I've heard of before. Uh, yeah, Bright- so Brighton Beach is a um, really nice beach. It's Brighton is more one of the more um, rich towns. Like Everyone kind of is like, oh, you're from Brighton, are you? Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of a little bit of a posh atmosphere to it. Yeah. Yeah, so um, there's a bit of money floating around Brighton. So you you mentioned that your father likes to go out swimming in the morning before he heads out to work. What else is there to do? Surfing very popular or is that more seaside? Surfing, so you, so you can surf um, more down south because it's ocean. So there's there's some you can get some big um, swells down there, some big waves as well down there. But in terms of the beach I go to, um, I'll just really go there to relax. So if you were to rank them, you said Frankston's your number one then. Well, no. I, funnily enough, I don't go to any of those beaches. I go to a place called Canadian Bay Beach, which is about, 
a five minute drive south of my house, whereas Franklin's five minutes north. So, um, Canadian Bay E Beach is a bit quieter. It's more like a family beach. Whereas everyone from Frankston, that's where all the young folks kind of go and just run them up. And it's a pretty big beach too, as as I could see. So the beaches pretty much run up the whole of the um, coast and all the way around. Mm-hmm. So um, you can really go wherever you want, to tell you the truth. So you prefer ocean or you prefer the, the one that's on the bay there? I prefer the bay. Just because it's not as rough? Uh, that and, yeah, who knows what's out in the ocean. Well, I see what it's out in the ocean, and it's not far from you, and we don't talk about it or haven't talked about it. How's Tasmania? <laughs> so Tasmania, is, I've been there a couple of times. Okay. It's a little bit colder, um, probably the coldest part of Australia because it's so far down south. Yeah. Um, but it's nice. It's really nice. Everyone there in Tasmania are just really, really nice people. Um, yeah, there's a lot of sites to go to wineries and things like that um yeah just a really nice um part of the world a lot of um, my grandma's family is from there is that by ferry or do you take a plane to get to- you can do either so i've got a plane before and i've got the ferry um a couple of times as well tasmania is a part of australia it's its own is it province like the- yeah it's just a, its own little island really its own state why why did looney tunes have something called the Tasmanian Devil. Does that thing even exist? I don't. It used to. I've actually. I've got a. Well, I used to have a Tasmanian Devil like um, plush toy. Oh, really? Um, growing up, yeah, I used to like the Tassie Devil. He was my favorite character on Looney Tunes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not too sure. I know they used to exist. They look nothing like the um, character. So the next episode of Marshall's Exchange Program. What I thought, Tori, I would present to you are three to four items that are stereotypically associated with Australia okay. by, by Americans. And I think that you can think of two of them are, are individuals. Uh, one is an object and one is a restaurant. And I'm wondering if these items will... Yeah. No, no, no. I, I don't know. Okay. Object. So one, one's an object, yeah, one's got, a you got restaurant. Two, you, got, you got two that are people. One's a fictional person. One's a was a real person. A fictional person. Yeah, a fictional person, usually associated with Australia. See, we're going to get the audience thinking too. Another is an object. You've really got me thinking now. <laughs> usually, it's snakes, spiders. Yeah, no, all the dumb shit that people ask me. They're going to and hey, restaurants are restaurants. There is a restaurant that's in the, in the states that's immediately associated with Australia, and I need I wanted to ask you about it. Because no. the spots is a, it a popular food chain? Yep. Well, and I'll even give you the hint: the Hawkeye team has played a bowl sponsored by that popular restaurant chain a few times. Yeah, I don't know. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I played in the citrus bowl, and that's it. <laughs> um, I know there's like the Chick Fil A bowl. Yeah, you don't have Chick Fil A in not, Australia, no. No. Well, I hope this food chain's kind of like giving you something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're giving them a fair shout out. I mean, uh, should, you more than anybody, at least here in Eastern Iowa, should be getting uh, something out of this, especially since they tie back to Australia and on their spots, they even have somebody doing a fake Aussie accent. Ron, you've got me absolutely. I'm stuck. I don't know what to say. I honestly have no idea. Like, I'm trying to think of the bowl game, what, what some of the bowl games are called. Yep. I know there's that one down in Tampa that everyone. Well, they've seen the 
playing you quite regularly. You're, you're getting closer. Is the Cheez It Bowl? No, it's not the Cheez It. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that because I want to save it for the next episode when you will get really, really mad at me and then not want to talk to me ever again. I want to know what the object is because I know that I don't, you know what? You've mentioned four things and I, I really have no idea. And I know when you tell me, I'm going to be like, holy shit, I'm a dumbass. You're just going to be like, I blocked all of that stuff out. <laughs> I must have. I must have. Yeah. Maybe I've been hip- hypnotized against that stuff. And so I'm just blocking my memory and I'm not allowed to think about that. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was one of the rules that as soon as you left your home country that you weren't to talk about them ever again. And here I am bringing them up. No. I don't. <laughs> And you know what? I'm not going to go researching because I, it's going to be more interesting next week if you tell me you, and surprise usually, me. You you said that you usually don't uh, you don't partake you know and, and get angry at things, but I feel like next week might be that week. Might be the time. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. You really got me thinking now. So I'll send you the list of the of the items. See, the problem is, is that it's going to be that that temptation to to do research. You know. Like you, you know you, how you look at game film. You're gonna start. Thinking. I know. Are you going? Are you going around in the room? Are you doing research right now? No, 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 no. I'm really just trying to stand up and really think about this because I don't know. Like the food chain, no idea. The I object. T- I mean, the object could be anything. I'm happy that that I've confused you more than most of the rushes that have been sent your way on the field. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Anything yeah, else? this one's really got me distracted. Anything else that you want to tell the audience as we're wrapping up here today on this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast? Well, honestly, make sure you tune in next week because it, it sounds like it could be the most interesting podcast yet. <laughs> no, just a big thank you again to everyone um, for looking after my family while they were here. It really means a lot. Tori, good to talk to you again, and I'm not looking forward to you being mad at me next week. (laughs) Uh, I'll I'll be level-headed, don't worry. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Jock to Jock podcast, presented by Rock 108 and sponsored by I'm On Communications. Experience the I'm On difference. Three, two, one, and we're on. Today we're talking about I'm On. Yeah, you're on. I know I'm on. I need to talk about I'm On. Yeah, you're on. Why talk about it? No, that's in the script. I'm on. Well, we know you're on. No, Iowa's most reliable internet. I'm on. Yes, you are on. Stay always on. You're on! Stay always on with Iowa's most reliable internet and get same day or next day installation guaranteed. I'm on.net. Oh, I'm on.net. Why don't you say so?